Welcome back, everybody, to another Therapy Thursday episode where we deconstruct my feelings on the week. And Ashat just says, I'm all good, bro. I worked on the house. <laughs> hey, you said that last week, too. Don't forget that. Did I was I, like, did... how was your week, Matt? You're like, oh, I'm going to pull in the shot and say, it was a great week. I worked on the house. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it another great week like a shots and you worked on the house? Um. Yeah, I mean, I got some things to talk about, but it was a, it was a pretty good week. I didn't work on the house, you know. You're missing out, man. You should. It's the ultimate uh, therapy and uh, anxiety reduction. It sure is. And, work until and, and you're and you too tired to, to to wake. <laughs> and you lose weight. You know what? It's it's like the um, it's it's the caveman lifestyle, right? You wake up. You work while the sun's out. You build a fire. You work some more until the fire runs out. Then when you got no other source of light, you just go to sleep. You ain't got no time for worries. You lose weight. It's uh, I think I'm gonna start promoting it. Okay. I mean, you understand most cavemen probably died early from starvation, but <laughs> <laughs> as long as you got that That's... fridge running in electricity, I think you're <laughs> good to go. They didn't work hard enough, man. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They should pull themselves up by their bootstraps and they should have uh, hunted and gathered more, right? Idiots. There you go. I should know. have lived Seriously. in a better climate. <laughs> How's your week, Matt? Uh, it was good. Good, good, good. Um... I had the thing happen, which apparently happens to a lot of people when they're younger than me. But I had the thing happen, which is getting your eyes dilated. Woohoo! I don't know what that thing is. Oh, you never had your eyes dilated? I have not. Okay, so I went to the eye doctor, and well, that was your get, first mistake. Why would you go to your eye doctor? Uh, just to get checked in, checked up, checked whatever, checked out. around. I don't know. Checked yeah, out. Check, checked out. I get checked you said, out. You said, you said everything up? about you said everything that except for checked out. Yeah. Well, I had um, I had like a new eye floater that I kind of talked. I maybe talked about. I don't remember. I think it was you kind told of me annoying. About, yeah. Yeah. It was just a little bit annoying, and I just want to make sure there was no like deeper problem. When I looked it up, they're like, oh, eventually it kind of happens with sun damage. What, during um lockdowns, I wasn't wearing sunglasses as much because wearing like a mask and shit, it, it would just fog up my glasses too much. So I wouldn't wear it as often. And like, that's one thing you should really do to protect your eyes is make sure you're wearing proper sun protection when you're out um, and exposing your eyeballs to the UV rays and the and the dirty sun. Um, oh, so I'm not supposed to look straight at the sun without any kind of protection on? Only when there's an eclipse that you're supposed to do that and just stare directly at it. Um, gotcha, this is not medical gotcha. advice. This is not legal advice. This <laughs> is not financial advice. This is not any advice, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so basically what happens is they put drops in, your eyes dilate, which means that your pupils will expand to basically the size of your, your eye, uh, which kind of looks like you're on drugs when you look at yeah, the mirror. Yeah, I was about to like, say, don't, don't lie to us, dude. You just took some ecstasy and now you're like, oh yeah, guys, I got my eyes dilated. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to go get my eyes dilated this weekend at, at, uh, at EDC. At the it's rave. okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, my continue. eye doctor was there shining lights in them, but they were little blue and yellow lights or whatever instead of the uh, uh, the you know the the real lights. So yeah, I was getting massages and it smelled a lot like <laughs> mint. It was all cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's the best experience ever. Five stars. Um, well, so never having done it, right? I looked it up. I was like, what what's gonna happen? Like, oh, your vision will be blurry, which means that you probably want to have a driver. So they're like, hey, if you absolutely have to drive home, you could probably do it. But for your first time, make sure you have a driver. So one of my friends took me. And the thing is, 
just them telling me that like you must have a driver you're not going to be able to see anything up close automatically sets like red flags off in my head like oh shit how serious is this right and it lasts about four hours for the drops to wear out so okay so i'm just sitting there fine whatever you know let's just deal with this right you're a professional my friend's here you know if you try to take my eyeball from me like it's a guardians of the galaxy or some shit then um (laughs) i have a friend to fight you off right so they they put the eye drops in they take me to a room where it's like dark because my eyes have to dilate uh one of my eyes just refuses to dilate one drop in one eye that goddamn thing looks like the moon two drops in the other it looks halfway to the other one so whatever all right fine so I all of a sudden realize that the drops are kicking in because I go to check my phone for the time just to see how long it's been. And I can't really see the numbers. They're a little bit blurry. And, you know, we're, we're kind of going through and then they wait a little bit longer. I get the eye exam. They check me out. Like, okay, cool. Um, your right eye is still good. Your left eye has a little bit worse of a, of a, um, like of a prescription than we thought. So they thought it was like 19 vision or whatever i don't know it's like a little bit worse right because basically just helps you relax your eyes so they can see additional stuff yeah so okay cool so i do that my friend takes me home i'm wearing these cool glasses that look like i'm from the terminator because they wrap around your um your eyes so you can't see sunlight in from multiple angles in which case your your vision gets a little bit um you're just sensitive to bright light cool so i was thinking about it i'm like this really isn't that bad yeah i couldn't like drive back because i'm not supposed to be driving on the freeway kind of thing but i can still see but in my head i had built it up to this thing where it's like i'm gonna lose all uh close vision right and then what happened too was i started getting this little um the day after i noticed my eye was kind of like uh like it's just a little bit of pressure so i was like all right what's going on here i took a photo of it the next day it was still kind of there so i sent it over and i was like I'm not really going to Google like what happens if you get your eyes dilated and all of a sudden you have pressure. I'm sure I'm going to freak out. So I just like sent them the photos and they're like, oh, I think it may be this thing. It should go away in a few days. Like, because it could have been completely unrelated to that. It could have been in my sleep. I touched my eye or like I had soap on my hand or something and it just messed it up a little bit. So it's a lot better today. But in thinking about that, it was very much like that journey of anxiety, right? When you think about, oh my God, I have to do this thing that I've never done before. Get my eyes dilated right? I'm not going to be able to see up close. I have to get a driver. All of a sudden you build it up to be this big event. And then when you do it, like I literally, after it was done and I couldn't see like my phone as much, I was like, wait, that's it. Like people made this sound like I couldn't drive. I could drive right now. If I, if it was like a do or die moment, gun to my head, I could drive right now. I mean, I feel like in most cases, like when there's something medical, right? They have to take extra, like they give you the warnings, even though it may not be that serious, because they want to cover their own ass, right? They don't want to say, hey, like, you'll be fine. It's not that bad. And then, like, you're the one person that it is bad for, and you go and crash, and you're like, well, you guys didn't tell me. I'm going to sue you guys. Right. Same thing with all the side effects listed on medication. If you look at, fuck, if you look up a Tylenol, it'll say a side effect is like dizziness and nausea and whatever, because one person in the trial got that side effect. Maybe because they were anxious or maybe they were dehydrated and they had a headache and the headache medicine didn't help their headache, right? Something of that yeah. nature. And then you think like, oh my God, if I take a Tylenol, I'm going to get dizzy. But in reality, you should focus on like the outcomes that you're able to perceive as opposed to just going into it. So I just asked, I was like, look, I just want to know what the process is. And she explained it to me. She's like, we're going to put the drops in. We're going to wait 15 minutes. We're going to take you back. We're going to run the same test we did three weeks ago. Double check everything. And then you're good to go. Your driver's here and you're you're off to the races so 
having it just explained back to me was really helpful for me just because I wanted to know. I'm just curious, right? I, like, yeah. like, like you always say, I'm the questioner, right? I'll question everything. Just what are you going to do to me? And if you tell me what you're going to do and I trust that you're a good person, we're usually pretty chill with it. You know, interestingly enough, I, I'm the same way. Anytime I go to the doctor or, or anything, I like things explained uh, before they happen. Or, you know, e- even if they are happening, I, li- I just like them explained. So I usually choose my doctors based on their uh, ability to explain things to me. Because a lot of times you'll have a doctor where it's just like, yeah, like, we need to do this. And then it's like, well, why do we need to do this? Why does it work that way? And, you know, they either get annoyed that their patient is asking them dumb questions or <laughs> pissed off that, uh, yeah. you know, that they have to explain themselves. Um, but that's why I usually try to go after doctors that, you know, are understanding and, like, will take the time to explain something because I'm, like, genuinely interested in it. A lot of time it isn't even, for me at least, I guess maybe part of it is anxiety to, like, as long as I know what it is, I won't be as anxious about it. But the other part is I'm just naturally curious, so I like to know things, right? Like, I like to know why something happens this way or that. Like, I don't question that much like you do, but I still like to know. Yeah, and I think that that's perfectly valid, right? If you you have anxiety and you go to a doctor and you say, look, and all I did was ask. I was like, could you just explain what's going to happen today? This is my first time ever having my eyes dilated. And they're like, yeah, of course, no problem. So they walked me through everything, right? All I did was said that if I said nothing and I didn't take that step forward, I literally would have been like, Oh my God, what's next? Why are you putting me in a dark room? Why, why are you taking me here? Oh my God, they put in a second drop. Does that mean my eyes non-reactive? You know, blah, right. blah, blah. All the stuff that, that goes on in your head because that chatter just takes over when again, all you have to do is just say that step of like, let's do the thing. So yeah. I've been trying to relate a lot of that to actions that I'm taking in my life that like will just cause me stress. It's like, how do mm-hmm. I nip this in the bud right here and not have the stress? Well, I could just ask a question, right? If it's um something else with like... Uh, work or friendship related or whatever i kind of do the same thing it's just like hey like what did you mean by that like what did what do you want me to do here right or if somebody says something like hey i'm gonna be late or we need to change something it's like hey okay i get it like shit happens right it's not a big deal right it's not the end of the world like let's just let's just move forward and stay positive you know because are you referring to the fact that i was late to our recording session today no uh You're like you're like the fourth person today that's been late to a meeting, but that's okay. Um, because again, it's just one of those days, Matt. It's 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 hump day, man. It you know sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to get over that hump, and uh, you know apparently today for four people it's been difficult to get over that hump. But perfect example, what happened? Like somebody was late to a work call. I just sent him an email and I was like, hey, just letting you know we have a meeting today. I'm on the I'm on Zoom. You know, can you? If you can't join, we can reschedule. Immediately they joined. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Right, you. I texted you. Hey, hey, I'm chilling here. Uh, You know, if you got a delay, it's fine. So it's like, it's okay, right? It's fuck. Like, we we all have to do it sometimes, so it's fine. And um, yeah, I think if you can start thinking about stuff that you do in that lens of like, how was the, you know, how'd you solve a problem? How'd you get past it or whatever? I think it's really helpful. And for me, I just walk through those same steps that we talk about here so often when I was in, literally in the chair with my eyes dilated and like they put the first drop in and I was like, Ah oh, fuck! I was like, <laughs> "What? If, what if I don't like this and it's four hours?" Or you know, I read something before. They're like, "Only you only need to call the doctor if it's twenty four hours of your eyes dilated." And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't do that. I have work the next day or whatever." And then even with my eye being a little bit um, acting up the days after, I'm immediately like, "Oh my god, what if it's the dilation?" But in reality, it's probably just something completely unrelated that I would have had anyways, and I wouldn't have questioned unless that happened, right? So. Um, 
it's much easier to like get ahead of the thought train and be like, no, thought train, we're not going to take it, it. Wait until the next stop instead of once yeah, you're already on not, the thought we're not train. Hop and, on the thought train. Uh, yeah, I think you probably need to get off the thought train. Because <laughs> um, I understand what I, I didn't realize what you were saying at first. Or actually, I didn't realize what I was saying. That's okay because we make mistakes. Anyways, enough blabbering from from me no it's What's, not blabbering uh, man it sounds like you had uh, exciting new experiences this week which is awesome and you did very well in your exciting new experiences and managing your anxiety which is doubly awesome well the only the only bad thing was they didn't have like a lollipop for me when i was done oh. getting my eyes dilated and oh, i was no. i was sad oh, i, I you, actually were you a sad matty I actually mentioned that to my doctor when I got blood drawn last time, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, because uh, it was like they, the nurse took my blood, but they had like a, a manager come in. Just I think she was a new nurse. They're just making sure she's doing the process. And I was the one that was like cracking jokes with her and stuff. I'm like, Nah, it's cool. Like it doesn't hurt. You're good. You're doing a good job. Blah blah blah. Right? Just trying to like maintain the peace. And um, was she actually doing a good job? And yeah, she was. Hurt? Yeah, no. If, oh, okay. if she actually hurt me or something, I would have said like, "Oh, you stuck me in a weird way." Right? I wouldn't have like lied for her because then she's gonna do it to somebody else. But she did do a good job. But it's always nervous when people are watching you. I swear, like, if I'm on a if I'm on a call with like you or somebody else for work, and I have to type a like a word, I cannot spell. <laughs> I have to like stop <laughs> sharing my screen and type it in because in hilarious. the moment, like literally one time, somebody's like, "Ah, uh, that has two M's in it," and I was like, "Fuck! <laughs> oh my god!" Um. But uh, when I left, I was like, yeah, um, I've done such a great job today. Like, can I have a sticker like as a joke? And they're like, oh, the stickers are on the wall. Just take one. And they were like the Disney ones. And I was like, bro, I'm about to cop a few of these. It was like the like the frozen stickers. Like those are the, those are like the the primo shit, you know, for the kids. That's hilarious. So you took a sticker away from a potential kid. No, I, I didn't. Great take to know, it. Matt. I didn't take it. I could only take the joke until the part where I had to actually take a sticker away from a kid, like you said, and, and I didn't have the heart to do it. My man. So See, I Matt. took two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least at least the two kids will suffer together, right? Yeah, they won't hope, be alone. Right. It's like, oh, there's no stickers left because the yeah, big guy mi- won't misery loves company. Them. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That that sounds like a very interesting but cool week. Cool because you were able to manage your anxiety very well, which is always the important part. Yeah. So what about you? Yeah. Anything uh, anything fun you got going on this week? Oh, yeah, or? no, I just, you know, worked on that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, this weekend, I actually saw some friends um, that I hadn't seen in a while, which was very cool. Um, the only not cool part was <laughs> we got a text on Monday that uh, one of the people that I was hanging out with was COVID positive. So that kind of sucked. Um, and we were fine. Uh, we tested and we're all good. We're also vaccinated, so right there but um you know you still i feel like i was kind of surprised at myself like as soon as i read the text i like started feeling anxious Mm -hmm. even though i know i'm you know uh i know i'm vaccinated i know that it's like even if there is you know i do get sick or whatever um it's not going to be that big an issue because i'm vaccinated right and i'm fairly young and um have a pretty good immune system i think but for whatever reason as soon as i read the text i just you know i felt like my throat starting to hurt and i was like oh no what's going like i was like i can't breathe very well i, I must have the covid <laughs> um 
but luckily we had we had some at home COVID tests. So the first thing that both uh, Andre and I did were like, let's go and get tested. So we did a quick test and we were both negative. We're like, all right, we're good. Uh, but it was it was just very interesting because I hadn't felt that way in quite some time. Um, and I don't know why at that moment it sort of just like creeped up on me. And it wasn't very long, right? It was like, whatever, 10, 15 minutes of like, hey, I might have COVID. And I don't even know what was running through my head. I think it was more along the fact that like, I had dropped my in-laws off, like I'd seen them before they left, but they're vaccinated too, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I had seen them before they left. We had seen some other friends like over the weekend. Um, And just, you know, just like we'd seen people. So that was the thing. And like, I just wanted to make sure I didn't give it to anyone. So I think that was where most of that anxiety came from. But, you know, testing negative and knowing that it wasn't us uh, and we don't have it uh, just gave me like a sigh of relief and then i felt great afterwards so that's good because in the in the heat of the moment right that emotional it's the same thing of getting a text of we need to talk or i have some bad news for you or please call me now it's an emergency right your right your body and your brain kind of take over and go like holy shit what did i just read like you know you're you're thinking a million miles a minute and you were able to really ground yourself and kind of just say like okay what can we do? Okay, let's get tested. Let's make sure that, you know, we don't have it now. We, we've been safe. We, we did what we were supposed to be doing. Okay, cool. And then you're able to get back to kind of more of a rational train of thought and then have the peace of mind once you have tested. And of course, if you had tested positive, you would still have that emotional height in the beginning. And then you would kind of go, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it, right? I tested positive. I hung out with a friend. I made a choice. <clears throat> But ultimately, it was really for your mental health to see your friends, right? At this yeah. point, it's tough, right? If you've been truly not seeing anybody, it's very tough. And you just said, okay, you know, even if you did have it, all right. I mean, you quarantine, like, yeah, like, right. you know what it, to do. Exactly. And we spoke about um, getting a diagnosis. And it's kind of the same thing, right? Once you have that diagnosis, then you can make a plan based on it. But the hard part is if you had to drive to, if you had to schedule an appointment at a CVS and then you had to wait three days for the results, then you had to do this. And you're, the whole time you're thinking, oh my God, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. I, I can't be around right. people. What if, what, what if, what if, what if, what if? And then eventually you go, oh shit, I was able to get an answer. It's fine, right? So it very much like took you out of the line of the roller coaster. And that roller coaster was going to be like the anxiety buildup, right? And depending no, on like, your, your love of roller coasters, I know you actually like roller coasters, but uh, <laughs> your boy here uh, is not the not the person you want to be taking on a roller coaster ride. <laughs> I, I do like them. But going back to what you were saying about thought train, uh, basically just like taking those quick steps, I was able to get off the thought train fairly quickly before it uh, it sped up. Right. It's so easy to not do it, and it's so easy um, to in the moment do it, right? Yeah. It's very hard. Like... A shot in myself saying that we were able to have these events that kind of caused us anxiety and we just took a step back and analyzed our thoughts. It's not something that we we meditated once and we're able to do it, right? It's something that we work on all the time. We talk to each other all the time and we we have a support system built into our, our personal relationship where we're, we're checking in with each other constantly, Yep. right? So when these situations come up, we always know that like worst case i can call a shot and be like dude my eyes are dilated i can't fucking i'd have to i'd have to say siri call a shot because because <laughs> i wouldn't be able to type or anything right i'm like oh my god i can't get help um 
but, but yeah. No, I, I mean, completely agree. I think having a support system, like you said, having someone to talk to, both very important things. Um, and yeah, I mean, just the experience of like this podcast and like other experiences we've had throughout the year pertaining to COVID, right, contributed further to, to I think, my reaction and your reaction in your case. Um, I was just kind of disappointed that I kind of forgot my stoic teachings at that moment. And I allowed like, you know, reading a text to like automatically make me feel a certain way. Uh, so, I mean, all that means is, hey, I need to double down on uh, my stoic teachings and make sure that, you know, I don't allow feelings to allow me to overreact, right? Yeah. Uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about stoicism before, but, you know, it's not about not feeling anything at all. It's really about not letting your feelings, like, make you act a certain way, like, from the get-go, right? Not, not, not being... Uh, impulsive in a sense right like it's good to feel just don't like give into those feelings as soon as they happen like give it some time think about it figure out hey is this something that i actually need to worry about or need to you know uh is there a certain way i should react to this um before you actually have your reaction yeah certainly and and for you i would say i know you have that growth mindset you always want to improve where you're like i'm going to double down on the teachings just remember at the end of the day you are human and you seeing that text of oh my god it's COVID," and you having that moment of panic is completely normal right so don't be like i have to be a rock and i can't have any emotions blah, <laughs> no, blah, blah. No, of course because um at the end of the day like you need to treat yourself with compassion as well and i think that that's something that we know how to do but sometimes we don't say that's what we're doing right um because for people at home, they might be like, oh, I have to be stoic and I can't think of anything. But really what you're saying is like, you let you let yourself have that moment and then you yeah. just decided, all right, how can I improve in the future, right? Then that's what it's all about is like, it's okay to feel sad or anxious or upset or angry or whatever. It's just, what do you do with it, right? Exactly. Completely agree. Well, this may be one of the longest Therapy Thursdays we've ever had, but... I think there I think there was a lot of good content in here. So thank you all for listening. Uh stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you guys on Monday.